All right, thank you. I said one more time, thank you and thank you again. Hopefully you are about to start feeling welcome as you have just logged into the Way Church of Tampa Bay. We're here, it's midweek. We're live right now and we are jumping into our summer series. That means we have nine weeks ahead of us and we are gonna be talking about it, our new subject, the summer diet a study on the fruit of the spirit. So I'm joining you right now. And if you didn't realize it, I'm not the senior pastor of the Way Church of Tampa Bay. That is Pastor Keith Bath. And as he's taking a well-needed rest for midweek, I'm here with you, Pastor Britton Cole, the assistant pastor here at the Way Church of Tampa Bay. But guess what? For this summer, you're gonna have a treat. You're gonna be getting teaching from all types of people throughout our ministry. But my assignment is to come up first. And what are we talking about? The fruit of the spirit. Hey, I am excited, especially to trim some of the fat that the world has kind of made it lay on you. But right now we're talking about diving into fruit and who doesn't like fruit. But this fruit is not for your physical body, it's for your spiritual body. So let's go ahead and jump in. And if you haven't had a chance to do it yet, go ahead, share this. This is your time for evangelism. It's simple, it's free, and doesn't cost anything. Just you hitting the button. Share this stream right now as we go into prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you even right now. Thank you, God. Thank you that your word is still true and that where two or three are gathered together, that means me and whoever's logging on and reaching us right now, you'll be also in the midst. So we thank you for being in the midst because we know there's a lot of things and one of them is fullness of joy. So even right now, God, as we pick up that, we hope to learn something from you. And with our getting, we want to get understanding. We thank you right now, God, for everything that you're going to do through this lesson and through your people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hopefully you are ready. What did I say? It's midweek. Not only midweek, it is Bible study. So hopefully you have your Bible. I don't care if it's the big one or if it's the little one, if it's just your phone or your tablet, whatever you got, go ahead and pull that out right now because you're going to need it. And we're jumping into the fruit of the Spirit this is your summer's diet. All right. And so what are you saying? The fruit of the spirit? Maybe you heard of it. Lots of you have if you've been living this life of Christian faith. And some, hey, maybe you're starting out and you're saying, what kind of fruit is it that I need that the spirit produces? So the question is, what is it and why do we need them? All right. So the way we find that out, open up your Bible. I said we're in Bible studies, Galatians chapter 5. Verses 22 and 23, and it says it like this. Hey, if you don't see it, I'm using my monitor right here. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says it like this. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness. Verse 23, uh, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Let me go over it one more time because I want you to get this. Hopefully you turn to it in your Bible. It said, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and last but not least, self-control. So those are the fruit of the spirit. This is something that the spirit produces when we're walking in Christ. And the reason why we need it, mm, very important right here. It identifies who we are and what we are. That's found in Matthew 7, 
chapter 7, verses 15 and 16a, and it says it just like this. Beware, beware, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, somebody say inwardly, put it in the comment box. They are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. You will know them by their fruits. You said, all right, all right, that, that, that's nice. That King James, that King Jimmy version. But what does that mean in today's words? Somebody say, beware. Put it in the comment box. Beware of the person that wears that blessed T-shirt. Mm -hmm, you've seen them. They sell it in Walmart. I know you've seen it. The blessed T-shirt, but they can't even smile or talk to you. Beware of those people. All right. Well, who, who's another one? Beware. Beware of the person that wears the vampire killer cross that they can't hardly even stand up straight uh, uh, to the point where they're falling, but they won't even give you a ride when you need to get to work. Or who else to beware of? Huh? Well, you know, maybe it's that person that has the Jesus is my co-pilot license plate that cuts you off in traffic and has some words and some language for you. Who else do you need to be aware of? Be, 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 beware of the, uh, I'm going to go here. Beware of the person that starts out their live stream for their church. And before they can tell you that they're representing Jesus, they tell you who their cash app is and the ways to give. I'm not saying that you shouldn't give, but what does the Bible say? Beware, beware. And you know what? Right now you need to put that, say, I'm not saying they're wolves, but beware. Put that in the comment box. This is what we're doing. We're on our summer diet. So we need to know one, what the fruit of the spirit are and why. Why? Because it identifies us. It shows us who we are and what we are. That's what the fruit shows us. So this is what I'm telling you, the world, you know, we talk about the world all the time. It has made so much money off that four letter word. And the word I'm talking about is love. L O V E. There are cars, teddy bears, candy, poetry. I'm talking about hip hop, jazz, R&B, and rock songs all about love. You know the one you're thinking of right now. Go ahead and put that in the comment box. Hopefully it's clean. And But, you know, even though it may be a favorite song, it wasn't just that. They didn't stop there. We went on to social media. We're talking about in the dating apps, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. They want you to hit those hearts. And the love button. See, this is how it works. Come on. If you're hearing me, if you're still with me, go ahead. Hit that like button. Hit that love button in our Facebook Live. Don't be scared just because I said it now. Go ahead and hit that button. But this is what it goes back down to. We're connecting through love. And so before we get outside, because hashtag we outside, that's what's going on right now. Before we get to the hot girl summer, but some people say it's a shot girl summer for those that's been vaccinated. We need to make sure that you're eating right. Make sure that you're on the right diet. Not so much physically, but that's important. But more importantly, spiritually. Are you eating right, the right thing? And so my assignment on today, out of the nine fruit of the spirit that it produces, my assignment is love. And so we're going to identify what the Bible says about love on today. And, you know, I went through all of that and that was just the intro just to get you in. Hopefully you shared it by now. If you haven't, you can go ahead and share it. Make sure that you have your highlighters and your pen and your notebook because you're going to need to take notes on this. So we're starting out in the base of our summer series is Galatians chapter five. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go way back. This is the, the chapter that I learned about. They start to talk about it's the love chapter. First Corinthians chapter 13. And we're going to start at verse four. 
and we're going to go through 8a and it says it like this be careful go ahead and pay close attention to this chapter and these verses because there's a lot of wisdom packed into it and i want to make sure you don't miss anything verse 4 says it like this love is patient be careful of the words love is patient once again love is kind love is kind i see you putting it in the comment section see those two things are also fruit of the spirit and then the bible goes ahead and takes a swing on us just like mayweather here it goes instead of going into what it is it starts to tell of what it's not it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking. Wait, hold on. Where, where do we go? It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil. But here we go. We turn the corner again. Rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, also always perseveres. Verse 8, love never fails. Are you here with us? We're in midweek. We're jumping off hot right now. We are right into this midweek Bible study summer series. We're already in love and we're talking about love not failing. So in order to have a love that doesn't fail, there are seven things you need to know. And I promise you, I won't be with you long because I'm going to go through them because it's Bible study. You get to go back over this again and study it for yourself. But I want to show you seven key things that you need to know that are in love, seven key ingredients. The first one, really simple, patience. Simple definitions. Patient is waiting without complaining. This is another one of those fruit of the spirit that somebody's gonna do a deep dive into. But think about it, are you loving someone? That means you're being patient with them and not complaining? I know somebody's loved me, or at least they said they love me, but they were complaining about doing it. The next one, number two, we're already on number two. Kind. Are you being sympathetic or of a helpful nature? Also gentle. So the first one is being patiently. It means waiting without complaining. But now they want you to do it in a sympathetic and a helpful nature. Also being gentle. Oh, this love thing is getting a little hard. Bert, number three. What does it tell us to do? It jumps all the way over after it tells us what it's not to do. But it tells us to rejoice in truth. And ooh, this can be a hard one because sometimes, just like the movie says, we can't handle the truth. But guess what? It rejoices in it because it says it like this in John 8 and 32. The truth will know it. And not only will we know it, it will set us free. There's moments in time that sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. Maybe it's about a relationship that you're in. Maybe this person tells you that they really don't care for you the way they do. Or maybe this person tells you that they cheated on you. Or maybe this person tells you that they're really not your father. Whatever it is, yes, it may hurt, but you can rejoice in the truth because it's going to set you free. You may not know how right now, but it will. You know, uh, er, about a month ago, my sister had passed away and I didn't like it. And there was a lot of things that came behind it. But I, and I was upset because the love that I have for her and the love for God, one, I knew that she was saved. And so there was some truth behind that, that even though she wasn't with me, she was with our father. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so what in that moment, I was able to rejoice. And just like this, here, here, here's what love says. The fourth thing it says, it always protects. 
in your loving relationships, are you doing whatever you can to keep somebody or something away from harm or injury? Think about it. We're going over. We're in our summer series. We're talking about love. We're only on number four and we got three more to go. Number five, it says we're getting into these always things. See, you got to think about all of your relationships that you're in, whether it be your friendships, intimate relationships, work relationships. And you're saying that and you're calling it a love relationship. Are you always protecting this next one? Number five, are you always trusting? Ooh, that's a hard one. Always. That means always like there's never a time that you're not doing it. Um, and, and trust means to have a firm belief in the reliability, truth and ability to strengthen someone or something. That means it's a firm belief. Oh, yeah. You don't want to trust that person. They hurt you. But it says it always trusts when you're in this loving relationship. But they lied to me last time. But it says I have a firm belief that they won't lie again. I got a firm belief that this is reliable, that they're giving me that truth that will set me free. Uh-oh, we're starting here with words that connect that ability to have that strength in someone or something. Come on, we're at number six. Always, come on, Bible, why are you doing this to us in the summertime? Always hope. That's where we are right now. What is hope? What is hope? What is hope? And that expectation, somebody say expectation, put it in the comment box, and desire for certain things to happen. I'll say it one more time. Hope would be an expectation or desire for certain things to happen. You know, I read another definition like this. It said reasonable belief. That means just like this, real simple, real simple. It says if, if he did it before, uh-huh, he can do it again. It, 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 I'll take off somebody else's faith. I saw he did it before. I think he can do it again. That's what I'm hoping for always hoping where are you at with your hope in the relationship of love are you always hoping that somebody will do right by you or are you always hoping that they are gonna wrong you that's not what love says and number seven this is this is the hardest one i think that's the reason why they call it numbers we're at the, the last one number seven always meaning never not doing it persevere you know, can persevere means to continue in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty with little or no prospect of success. That is a hard one. So I'm going to read it back to you real nice and real slow. Perseverance is this continuing in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty or with little or no prospect of success. Meaning you run in a race that you probably don't see a way to win. Why would love, the love that the Bible talks about, the love that God says he produces through the fruit of the spirit, the one that this summer series is about, tell us that we have to have a love that always perseveres never giving up even though we don't see a way to win wow wow that's a hard one let's talk about this and that's how you know it was from god that's how you know that it started with god and not with us because you know what when we don't see a way to win we don't even jump in the race 
So after you have those seven, and I'll go through it real quick. We got patience. We got kindness. Rejoicing in the truth. Always, our four always, protect, always trust, always hope, always persevere. We have those seven things, but you can't stop right there because just like in the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting at verse 4, it gave us patience and kindness, and then it took a swing on us and took it to another part. Part B, 13.4B, and it says like this, don't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor others, and it is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. Not saying you can't get angered, but it's not easily angered. Ooh, here's a bad one. Ooh, especially when I first got married. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. This is something that you need to sit down with your family and talk about. Are you loving me? Are you keeping a record? Are you delighting when you find out I did something wrong? Are you delighting in that? Are you delighting that? Hey, I told you the truth. Are you easily getting angry? Why are you easily getting angry? Because you remember what I did last time. You're keeping a record of wrongdoing. Are you trying to dishonor me? Are you putting me down because I'm your husband and because I made some mistakes? Are you being proud because you got multiple degrees and you see this person over here that doesn't, but you're saying that you love them? Are you jealous? Are you jealous of what that person has? That's called envy. Are you a show off? Are you boasting? That's not love. So we got to talk about there's eight different things. There's envy. There's boasting. There's pride. There's dishonor. There's self-seeking, also known as selfishness. Do you easily get angry? Do you show records of wrongs and delight in evil? He gave us eight things that love wasn't just in case you thought you were in a loving relationship. There's eight things that you need to put on your checklist. If those are going on, you're probably not in a loving relationship. If there's someone that says they're loving you and they can't say are always in it, you're probably not in a loving relationship. I know this is hard. I know hashtag we outside. I know it's a shot girl summer, but have you ate from this diet? from the fruit of the spirit. We got to live by the spirit and then we got to worship God in spirit and in truth. You got to think about those different relationships and whether you live, if whether it's live or whether it's online or in person, I don't care what kind of dating app you're using, start going through this checklist. It can be through your friendship or an intimate relationship, whether it be the mother and a son or a mother and a father and a father and a daughter, the brother and the sister, whether it be at home or at work. You're saying you have a loving relationship. Now you got a checklist to check it up on. You know what? Look at it like this. Even with churches. Are we loving the other church? You know, our pastor talks about this is the year of connection. And we're finding ways on purpose. Shameless plug. We got, we got a prayer coming up that's connecting other churches. Are we loving other churches? Are we boasting? Are we envying other churches? And what about as a church? Are you loving the community in which God has planted you? Are you talking about all the wrong they're doing? Wouldn't you look like to look at it another way where you always have hope? You always persevere, even when you don't see a way to the end or a way to win. Wow, look at how love can do. All of these relationships can produce love or 
that can be a relationship that doesn't produce love. And it starts to talk about all those eight things that Paul warned us about. You know, that's all I have for you today. Hopefully that's enough and it should be enough for your checklist. You got seven things that show that you're loving and eight things that show that, hey, that might not be a loving relationship. But you know, the reason why we can come here today is because it's God. First John 4, 19 says it simply like this. We love him because he loved us first. Let's pray. It takes a God to love us with patience and be, be kind with us, even when we had this unreconciled relationship. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us first. So that, and you loved us the right way. So we knew how to love you. And because we were in an unreconciled relationship, we know that you can even love us when we're not loving on you. God, show us how to do that to our neighbors. Show us how to do that to our families. Show us how to do that in our work relationships. How to love someone even when we're not in a reconciled relationship, meaning we're not even on good terms, but you still show us love. How do we know it's true? You still sent your son to die for us, even when we weren't loving you, even when we were in a sinful nature. So even right now, God, for any person that's not reconciled to you, God, this is a moment for them. This is a moment for them. God, for all the people that are watching and viewing and they're doing it live or the, re the replay, God, let them put a name of someone in the comment box of someone that they need to love and put a always on it. Put the name of someone that they need to, to love differently and to show them what real godly love looks like. And we won't forget that it takes patience. It means waiting without complaining. It takes kindness. Being of a sympathetic in a helpful nature and also being gentle with it that it takes truth and always protecting and always trusting and always hoping and always persevering even when it doesn't look like we're going to win and we thank you and we know that you're more than able to do it because you loved us and therefore we can learn and grow and produce fruit that is love, that is loving you, in Jesus' name, amen. Don't log off yet. You know what, if that's you and you you, you wanna connect with us, there's a way you can do it. Why? Because love never fails. And with God being love, he will never fail. If you just have some more questions or you wanna know a little bit more about love, can you do me a favor? Can you go to our website, waytapabay.org, and right all, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's something that says we want to hear from you you can leave us a message right there and we'll get right back to you once again the website waytampabay.org you can leave a comment there i promise you i promise you we'll get back with you and not only that if, if you feel as though you got something out of this do me another favor share this broadcast on today share it with someone whether it be through podcasts facebook if it's on YouTube, share this broadcast. That's the easiest way to evangelize. That's the way we actually do greater works. And you can do that on today. 
Remember, you can leave a message right on our website. And also, if you thought you got something out of this content, tune in on next week. Tune in on next week. The reason why we can keep coming to you is because we have so many people that give. And on our website also, at the very top on the right-hand side, there is a little giving button you can click on if you want to give. Guess what? We love you even if you don't. But we really appreciate it if you do. It keeps us on the air. And so we thank you once again. If you're looking for a church home, please leave us a message. We'll contact you. So guess what? This is your last opportunity on this week. On Sunday at 1030 a.m., we'll be coming back to you live with a message just for you, straight from heaven, downloaded from our pastor. And so we thank you for tuning in at 1030 a.m. And guess what? This time next week, you can see the second part of the summer series, Summer Diet a study on the fruit of the spirit. I'm Pastor Cole once again. I love you. And until next time, we love you. And guess what? Now you got a deeper meaning of what that is. In Jesus' name.